When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. Sam Elliott has uh, joined us from the VIX. Victoria having a, a, well, I was going to say a comfortable win over South Australia, but it got a bit... Uh, Got a bit touch and go there for a moment as the Vicks chase the bonus point, but Sam Elliott got a couple of wickets and was there at the end to safely get Victoria over the line. Sam, thanks very much for your time on Sports Day. Thanks, gents. Thanks for having me. Did you get a bit nervous? Uh, not really. I think we just tried to go a bit hard at the end to try and get that bonus point. So, um, yeah, so no, it wasn't too nervous at the end. What was your thoughts on your own game so two wickets a a fantastic ball to get out Nathan McSweeney who's the captain of the Australia A team and probably South Australia's best batsman you got another one late Um, how did you think you went and he thought he went really well Sammy's lost him we'll get him back he wasn't back no it was too tough it was too tough so while we're getting Sam back no he's back he's back already I'm back I'm back I'm back would you just drive through a tunnel or something (laughs) <laughs> apologies, apologies. That's all right. So we're just saying, you assess your own game for me. You got a couple of wickets, including Nathan McSweeney with a, an outstanding outswinger, and then were, were there was there at the end with the bat. How did you think you went? Um, yeah, like it was a bit of a weird game, sort of the first twenty overs of their batting innings. To be honest, Whitey, they um, yeah, we sort of got a couple of quick ones, and then um, sort of a bit, bit unlike us um, in terms of Ferg and Sid. Leaked a couple up front, um, which is, you know, very untypical of them. Um, but they both obviously came back really strong. So, um, yeah, I thought personally first spell was good to bowl in partnership with Big Chief um, and just apply a bit of pressure um, back to them. And then obviously their partnership at the end between Nielsen and Conway probably got away from us um, a little more than we would have liked. But, yeah, all in all, still a pretty good day for us, I think, yeah. Yeah, reasonable start with the ball. Getting Jake Fraser McGurk out early would have settled the nerves, no doubt. What what, what is the plan uh, coming into uh, to bowl uh, and leading in? You watch a, a fair bit of vision with these players. Jake Fraser McGurk, obviously, he's a hot hand at the moment. He's playing some great cricket. Hits the ball a mile. Um, what is the plan leading in to try and get him out? And and how did you do it so successfully today? Um, yeah, well, Jake's a tricky tricky one. Obviously, he's like one of the most talented players going around. Um, and he's in some good form, as you said, at the moment. Um, but I think for us, it was just keep trying to bowl our best balls and just knowing that sometimes if you bowl your best ball to him, he can hit, it, he can hit you out of the ground. Um, and just trying to stay as consistent as that um, throughout the first sort of five or ten overs. Because if you start trying to go chasing him um, and start sort of varying, varying your lines and, and length and all that kind of stuff, you'll probably give him some extra room to swing. So... Um, 
yeah, obviously, like I said, it's hard to set a plan for someone as talented as Jake. But, um, yeah, just trying to hold our length for as, as best we can and, and make him try and, and try and play five, six, seven terrific shots to, um, and then we start to sort of maybe switch our plans. Yes, and it worked because uh, Jake only got six with Fergus O'Neill getting that wicket. So just going through the, the bowling figures after South Australia were, dis- well, not dismissed, it was nine for 231 at the end. There was uh, that pesky partnership of uh, 81 between, I can't believe this, between Harry Conway, of all people, and, and Harry Nielsen. But the wickets were shared. Siddle got two, Fergus got another three, yourself got two, and Sutherland and, and Murph one each. And then Victoria batting, Rogers got 67. Maddinson continued his form with 54. Harris, 43. Uh, Hanscom and Sutherland uh, chiming in as well. What I'm interested in, Sam, is from your point of view, reeling off all those names and you're part of the 11. Um, it's a very strong team at the moment. You were close to playing in the latest Shield game as well. But to get that opportunity in white ball cricket to be part of what's becoming a strong team, how do you feel about all of that? Oh, why well, it's super exciting. I think... Um, yeah, being able to start the season and, and get some continuity in. I think over the last couple of years before that, I sort of played a game here, a game there um, over a couple of years, and it's sort of hard to, to find rhythm and, and, and get that spot sort of locked down when you're only playing one game here or there. But, um, yeah, I've had super support from the coaches, um, players, and I think the most important thing for me was just that role clarity um, at the start of the year. So um, really knowing my role, owning it, and being able to come come in and, and have an impact and know what um, a successful day for me looks like. Um, that was probably the most important thing, um, speaking with the coaches and, and Pete, obviously, the skipper. So just on that, Sammy, how, how, not how hard is it? Is it does it get frustrating um, when you want to be playing and the team's successful and you're bowling well, but there's just not enough spots for you, in, in the, particularly in the red ball, or have you sort of got to the point where now I'm trying to make white ball my thing at the moment where I'm getting my opportunities and I've just got to be patient. I'm young, um, time, you know, opportunities will come about, particularly as, you know, the likes of Matt Short and Will Sutherland start playing for Australia. Yeah, it's a good question, Whitey. Um, probably more the last few years I was, you know, happy to sort of um, get a game sort of wherever and just be in around any team. Um, and I've obviously played a bit of Shield stuff and now um, all, all year, in the, all year this year in the white ball stuff. But I think it's if you're not disappointed, um, not playing, then I don't think there's you, sh- you shouldn't be playing at all. So obviously disappointed to to not be in the squad at the moment. But the boys in the shield are travelling really well, and um, it's great that we've got a lot of second eleven cricket um, that we can me and some of the other boys who are trying to push our case can be a part of and. Yeah, obviously, just really want to perform well in the white ball, um, but also put my name forward for, for the red ball stuff as well. And I think uh, I'm really happy with the like, games out of the moment. So, yeah, just trying to keep keep applying pressure and know that if something happens, you know, um, I'm there, I can I can fill a spot and, and all the boys have confidence in me as well. Have you got lofty goals? Where do you aspire to get to? Oh, I think um, everyone sort of has goals to play for Australia and, um, play for a long time, so we've already got obviously got one um, bag of green in the house. So two would be would be lovely. <laughs> um, but yeah, I think for for me at the moment, it's just trying to get through this year, uh, see where that takes me, and then just keep pressing my case because I feel like in the last, especially in the last sort of eight to twelve months, obviously working with 
Chris, our head coach, Ben Rohr, our batting coach, and, uh, and uh, Adam Griffith, our bowling coach. I think I've taken some, some really big strides in the last um, sort of eight to 12 months. So being able to keep improving and um, just getting better and better um, is the most important thing, I think. Back to today quickly. So cruising along, Tommy Rogers and <clears throat> Nick Maddinson get you off to a fly. It looks like you're cruising. You've bowled your 10, taken a couple of poles, sat down, no doubt had a sandwich or two, and then things get a, just a little bit dicey towards the end. Were you spewing that you had to actually pad up? <laughs> yeah, I, I might have thought at, at some point that I had um, maybe one or two too many meatballs at lunchtime. <laughs> um, but no, I think, I mean, it's been... First of all, it's been terrific to have Maddo back in the team. And bloody hell, he's absolutely whacking them at the moment. He's in super form and such a terrific person as well. Um, I think it's um, getting played down a bit too much. He had so much time out of the game. Had to come back in um, sort of his first game back in the big bash. And obviously, it probably didn't go as well as he would have liked. But it's so hard trying to find rhythm coming back in with the big bash, especially when your know, home stadiums marvel where the wickets can be a bit tricky. So... Um, I think that's back to the Maddo that we all know um, and love. So, yeah, he's such a terrific person to have around the team. But, yeah, I, well, I don't never screw him when I have to put the pads on because I love, love hitting and, and love trying to contribute in any way. So, obviously, it would have been nice if the boys got a couple down. But, um, yeah, our plan was to try and go for that bonus point first. Now, I'm contractually obliged by Whitey to mention his love child in every show that we do in Marcus <laughs> Harris. Um, uh, back in the runs today with, with a nice 43. How has he been uh, around the group after the disappointment of, of not being picked as an incumbent opener? Yeah, it's a good question. Um, obviously, anyone that knows Harry is such an infectious person and um, you wouldn't know, even if there was something wrong, you would never know because... Um, He's such. He's almost the heartbeat around our group. He he leads our song at the end of uh, each game. So obviously, I'm sure he would have been bitterly disappointed. But anyone that knows Harry knows that he'll be back around the team and um, and what a quality player he is. And I'm sure um, we'll see him in Aussie colours um, in the next couple of years because um, there's so much cricket being played at the moment. So you just you just never know. And he's such a terrific player and terrific person that um, any squad would be. Really, really lucky to have him around. Sam, before we let you go, just the the significance of the last week. So Victoria winning the Sheffield Shield game against South Australia and then winning the game today. So it, it sets up, I think, personally, the, the red ball and the white ball. White ball likely final now. Red ball certainly looking pretty good as well on, on, in second position. But it was also a significant week with playing for the David Hooks trophy today. It's a spectacular looking trophy that... I saw photos of of Will and, and Pete with after the game. But also, your dad was part of um, a reunion on Saturday. Uh, I think he's got home from the reunion. Um, 20 years uh, <laughs> since uh, Victoria beat uh, South Australia. Well, sorry, yeah, 20 years since you won the Sheffield Shield at the MCG. And there's a big celebration uh, around that, that South Australia game because of the David Hooks connection. Um does your dad share many stories about his career and, and about playing for Victoria and the significance of the Sheffield Shield? Long question, by the way. Yeah, good, yeah. <laughs> I'll try that a couple of times, Wally. But yeah, first of all, I, I knew dad was in for a long day that day. Sorry, I knew he had a long day that day when I woke up and he was having a passiona in the morning <laughs> uh, trying, to, nice. trying to get his dust away. So <laughs> I knew um, 
given some of the Ronnie and some of the other old boys would have would have very much enjoyed themselves. Um, but yeah, so obviously the David Hooks Trophy, um, tremendous player, and from what Dad has spoken to me, spoken to me about, um, he he holds sort of him and Chippy, uh, Greg as two two of the best coaches he he had, and um, I know Dad had a really strong connection with Hooksy, uh, and unfortunately I think Dad was there the night that he passed. Um, but yeah, the, I think the significance of it, like you said, why it's such a such a big game for, for us two states. I mean, he's such a legend. And I think, yeah, I think just having that connection to, to the current game as well and having players that have played under him, such as obviously um, Dad, and, but also having players like David Huffey, who's our head of cricket, um, share some stories that, that he has about Hooksy. Um, yeah, it, it's obviously a pretty special occasion. And... Yeah, Dad was actually meant to present the trophy today, but he was late from work, so he didn't quite get there in time. But he still managed to have a few few beers after the game with some old old teammates and Jason Gillespie and Ryan Harrison and uh, Chris and David Hussey as well. So oh, yeah, it was still yeah, it was lovely. Yeah, terrific. And I know that in that year, I'm, I'm sure your dad's told you many times, but he <laughs> broke the record for the most runs in a Sheffield Shield season in that year that you won or Victoria won. The, the title and he was at his absolute best and he was such a great player to watch. Um, thank you for joining us, Sam. Congratulations on your own form. Uh, it was also four wickets for Fitzroy Doncaster on the weekend as well. You're not far away from that shield side. Fingers crossed you get a chance before the end of the year. Thanks, boys. Thanks for having me. Appreciate it. Sam Elliott joining us.